Welcome back to Technotopia, the podcast about a better future. I'm John Biggs. Today on the show, we have James Murray of the Impractical Jokers. This is Technotopia. Are you hiring? Are you posting your position on job sites and waiting and waiting and waiting for the right people to see it? This episode of Technotopia is sponsored by ZipRecruiter, and they knew there was a smarter way, so they built a platform that finds the right job candidates for you. These invitations have revolutionized how you find your next hire. In fact, 80% of employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site in just one day. And ZipRecruiter doesn't stop there. They even spotlight the strongest applications you receive, so you never, ever miss a great match. The right candidates are out there. ZipRecruiter is how you find them. Businesses of all sizes trust ZipRecruiter for their hiring needs. Right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free. It is free if you go to ZipRecruiter.com slash techno. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash techno. ZipRecruiter.com slash techno. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. We're going now. It's going now. Okay. Right. I will figure out as we go. How long is this run, by the way? This is like 20 minutes. Welcome to Technotopia, a podcast about a better future. I have with me today James Murray, one of my favorite people from Staten Island in the world. Uh, you're a comedian. You're a uh, actor. You're a uh, you're a beautiful man. Welcome welcome I, to the show, James. I, you you say the sweetest things to me, <laughs> Mr. Biggs. <laughs> I, I want to talk about John Biggs for a second. Go on. Uh, him and I, uh, a dear friend of mine, him and I three days ago got hammered drunk by accident. We only had three drinks, which is not we're grown men. We can handle three drinks. But I, I have forgot that I accidentally ordered doubles, so it was like six drinks six in span of an hour. And we staggered back and, and had a full-on lightsaber battle in my apartment. And then I sent him out into the wilderness to go fend himself to go home to his lovely family. How, how's your while finger? I, did did I, I, I hurt your finger during that experience. <laughs> Is it okay? It was, uh, you, you cut my hand. I'll show you. Oh, my God. I did that? No, this happened yesterday on Sharknado. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm not making nah, that. It doesn't matter. It's all right. Uh, I probably shouldn't that, but who knows? I may, you know, I'm a fan of Sharknado. That's all I'm saying. Uh, let's say this. Maybe I was I was watching Sharknado when I hurt my hand. You got really excited about Sharknado. I did. I got really excited uh, <laughs> watching Sharknado. <laughs> Mer, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you guys do on the show. Uh, well, this, we this, are... this is an intellectual show, so a lot of people might not have seen you guys. Really? Okay, uh, because we're not intellectuals, is that why? <laughs> you know, these, these compliments you keep giving me are actually like backhanded insults. I'll, 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 tell, yeah. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you where my headspace is at <laughs> later on tonight, later on today, but, uh, but just, 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 just roll yeah. with it for now. Yeah, we're really big just with the sanitation worker community. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah but the, that's, an insult to, that's an insult to sanitation workers. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, your typical yeah. So, anyways, we, we, here's the show. Let me let me cover the point. Impractical Jokers is a TV show uh, that your parents watch and your children watch. You should watch too. Uh, it's a uh, it's a hidden camera comedy show about, about my four friends and I, my three friends and I. Uh, we are friends from high school. We grew up in Staten Island, and um, all our lives we've been daring each other to do crazy things. Well, uh, now we do it with cameras around. And uh, we're wearing an earpiece. The other guys are telling us what we have to say and do. If you do not do something, you get punished in some kind of hysterically funny, uh, very personal way. Usually it's me or Sal getting mm -hmm. punished. 
And you have. And, uh, and we're on uh, season seven is on TV right now. We're shooting the Impractical Jokers movie at the moment. Comes out in theaters next year. Um, and then we tour. We perform live all over all over the world. Okay, so tell me a story about TV and movies. Where does that go in the next? Uh... Where does that go in the next ten years? What does it look like? Is it Netflix only? Is it is there are there still cable channels? What's happening? Good question. I think about this all the time, and I've been in TV for eleven years now, or twelve years uh, in development, and then moving on to eventually acting in TV. I think about that all the time, and about how our lives have changed. I don't have cable TV. I can't mm-hmm. watch my own TV show. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I haven't had cable in over a decade, uh, maybe more, maybe even early two thousands. I saw the end of traditional cable coming and it has accelerated so quickly. I think um, content is stronger than ever. I think good ideas are better than ever and there's more places to sell them, but it's different. Budgets have shrunk dramatically, but then you have these mega sized new players like Amazon, like Netflix, like Apple, like Facebook, like YouTube that are coming in with boatloads of cash to try to knock the traditional networks out of the business. And it's working. Mm-hmm. I think what's what you're going to see is yes, everything's streaming, uh, everything's on demand. Uh, there's no networks anymore. There's only content. The networks, nobody knows what network my TV show's on. They just know my TV show. Yeah, yeah of course. That, that 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 has happened. That happened years ago, and it's accelerating now. What um, what does that what does that do to the what does that do to True TV, for example? What are those guys thinking? Did it's like. Uh, it's the buggy whip kind of situation. Maybe I got into buggy whips and I made a, I made a, uh, I made a car accidentally, but I'm yeah. still sitting on my, I'm still sitting on my horse and buggy uh, manufacturing plant. What are those guys thinking? What are they? What are they? What are their plans? I tell you, they're, they're playing. They're doing it very smartly, right? They, they they sponsor the tour, so now they're in the touring business. They uh, they greenlit the Practical Jokers movie. They're in the movie business now. You have to. I think uh, a smart network is one that. Let's the the content the content always will take over right the content if the content's good the content will always trump the brand the, the brand of the network uh, Walking Dead trumps AMC it's, it's connected with AMC but it mm-hmm. trumps AMC okay so the smart network doesn't mm-hmm. try to fight that rather they run with it when 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 the roller coaster starts going can you stop that beeping one of those please um, the smart network runs with something whenever it starts going and and figures out how to grow that business. And how to grow their existing business because of the success of that content, you know. So the so the expectation is you don't need to maintain a network per se anymore. Like could could is is there going to be a day when basically it's just like you and the guys get together and just hey let's do another show, and we're just gonna we're just gonna put it somewhere, like indie kind of indie kind of style. It's entirely possible. I, it, it's entirely possible. The the entire pitch process and development process is changing in mm-hmm. tv you know i, I you, you don't even need to pitch i mean you need the money but do you you could probably get backing if you have a strong enough brand you could probably get sponsors directly to pay you and bypass the entire oh, well that's that's, that's that's the youtube model right for sure <laughs> you know but the, the, but even take away youtube i'm saying you could just put it up and drive Mm-hmm. You don't even need a YouTube anymore. It's really fascinating. What is it about your show, culturally, that that's making it a success? Is it is it that it's it's 
it's a candid camera style thing and people love that or is there something culturally happening that that you guys you guys tapped into uh, uh it was a strategic move uh creating jokers you know i, I worked in tv development i knew hidden camera shows were coming back networks wanted a hidden camera show that had a twist to it so we created the twist but what keeps people coming back is the chemistry between the guys and i mm -hmm. uh, it's undeniable it's very real and in, a, in an age when there's a lot of fake crap out there uh, and fake reality, produced reality. Mm -hmm. When you get something that's very genuine, very real, and reminds you of how you grew up, of your best friends, and, and it's a, uh, of the good old days. It reminds you of when you came home from work and you turned on the TV and you weren't looking at social media and there were no terrible things in the news. And there, it just and you turned on I Love Lucy and you just watched it and mm -hmm. loved it. It reminds people, or all in the family, you know, it just reminds people of those days when TV was pure and good and 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 you just came home and wanted to laugh for a half hour. Uh, it's also, uh, we're very fortunate. The, the network has been such great supporters of the show. It's also a non-union show. Um, what that means is that the network plays it a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they do these marathons oh, okay. where they play, play, play the show for hours at a time. So I consider us, what, what really pushed the show into the, into pop culture is it's, um, it's a, it's a great background TV show. You know, there's some shows that, that you know, the family knows, just keep it on the background while we're making dinner or, you know, run around the house and we sit down and watch it. You can pop in and out of our show very easily. So House Hunters, you keep it on all day long. The Cookie, uh, um, Top Chef, keep it on all day. It's in the background. It's on the background, just playing, playing for hours. Our show is like that. And it's a, a show that, because it's family friendly, the kids, the parents, and the grandparents all watch the show. It's like it a reminds, kind of thing. Next on multiple levels. Uh, so that's a lot of it. Does, and, does... and because the show is, because it's reality TV, the show, we, we produce the show so quickly, we can respond to things so fast to keep it relevant. So, for example, do you remember the VR punishment, the virtual reality punishment we did? Yep, yep. Uh, where we put, we built the VR set around Sal. So when he's in a horror game, when he takes the headset off, the actual game he was in is his reality, yeah. not just reality. That yeah. was we did that three, four years ago, like, before people had Oculus and the Vive. You know, it, it was like right on the edge of when it was just coming out. You know, we saw it coming, we responded to it built it in a cool way and it's it's the show becomes future proof in that way where we're responding to things as it's happening we shoot it two weeks later it's on the air two months later that's mm -hmm. incredibly fast turnaround time and reaction time to pop culture and technology how how much how much legs does reality have uh reality tv is is it all reality all the time in the future or or do we go back to scripted shows i guess the question is does the does the art of the scripted show get diminished by reality over time or I, I don't I, I don't think so uh, reality brought about the rise of whole networks centered around it it mm -hmm. brought lots of small networks to prominence then streaming and, and the, the, the the internet in general weeded out all those networks again it did the opposite it undid the reality explosion but now I think we're at a good equilibrium where reality is thriving um, live is thriving and scripted is thriving probably more than ever because you have more um, you big, big, big players now putting lots of money into it. And it's just the, the desire for content is greater than ever, I think. So mm -hmm. it, there's a place for all of it. I think we're in a good 
level now, a good balance. What is what does your day look like uh, in the uh, in twenty thirty? Do you have like a hologram of Winnie Cooper in your house that you? <laughs> uh, me, uh, <laughs> I, oh my God! I, I have so many jokes that I don't want to say anymore. You could say you could say this is a this, we can we can put the explicit marker up and it's okay. No, come on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, one one room has uh, you know Winnie Cooper uh, holographically produced. The other one has uh, you know Rosario Dawson, and then another room is Zoe Saldana. <laughs> you know, multiple rooms. Visit whoever you want when you come to the, the Murray House. What is the what what is life like? Uh, I, I I think despite the the current hiccups, I think we will all be in self driving cars. I think uh, your house is. They just gotta get it together. These, I wanna, I want to, I want, I don't want to do anything when I wake up except I wake up. My house wakes me up. Uh, everything is connected. Every single detail. I, I, you know, I have to. I don't have to. I don't have multiple passwords. I don't have multiple things I have to log into, or I don't have. You know, everything's controlled by your phone. I really think Minority Report had it right. It was years ahead of its time. Mm -hmm. You know, and really saw the future the way it will be. You know, every wall in your house is, is a touch screen, is tracking things going on. Content follows you wherever you are, uh, which is the way I absorb content now anyway. You know, my, I, I'm, no matter what room I'm in, everything's logged in. Mm -hmm. And I just go from room to room to room, either carry my iPad around or I just pick it up on the new, new, new thing and hit play. And it picks up from exactly where I left off while I was shaving. I, I want that, but better. You know, I don't want to even have to, it just, it follows me mm -hmm. from room to room. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Some ideas. Are you, are you in a, are you? I'll so, tell you what I want, yeah, John. Want. When the heck is my clear cell phone coming out? You want a clear cell phone? Why do you, you want a clear cell phone? You ever see that great Corning, Corning glassware commercial for like the, pro, the, uh, the vision of the future, like three years ago it was on YouTube. It's, it's it's a vision of your house. It's it, 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 everything in the house is glass. It, it's corning, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a screen, everything like that. And the phone is glass and see through, and it's awesome. It's like the whole screen is display. But you, you want to see? Get... You want to see? You want to see the? You want to see the entire thing? Just a clear piece of glass because it's almost impossible to get to make clear, uh, basically traces. You are a smart, smart guy. <laughs> Figure this out, bitch. <laughs> All right, I'll go get a PhD in uh, molecular I, chemistry. I, this has to be a 50-50 relationship between you and I, okay? I'm doing stuff here. I need you to do a little something. <laughs> All right, I'll, I'll, I'll get, I'll get my PhD in this. Like nope, no plastic. <laughs> All right. Uh, All does, right. Are, are, we stuck in, are we stuck in VR worlds in the future, like uh, Ready Player One? Did you see that yet? Uh, I'm going tonight. Go, uh, go watch it. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, literally tonight. What are you doing? You come with me. You want to come? Mm, yeah, possibly. All right, let me know. I'll get you a ticket. All right. I know a guy. Oh, you know a guy. The guy, the guy's, the guy's Fandango. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, are we our worlds? I mean, you and I obviously. We, I have the Oculus. You have the the V. Um, we. It's, it's so. It, it's almost awesome. You know? I think we're in an AR world, not a VR world, in the future. Mm -hmm. Aug augmented reality okay yeah. very cool i think vr is too i don't know yeah i mean you, what's your experience been mine has been a fun novelty 
Well, VR is great because well, it kind of it replaces everything, every single thing. You feel like you're in a, you feel like you're in a wide open space. Even in my basement when we did it, when when we were wearing my gravy helmet, uh, yeah. where everybody was sweating into this thing, you feel like the whole space has just opened up and completely disappeared. Even if you're in like a room yeah. in one of these VR places, which is wildly. Yeah, I think that's actually important because it gives you this sense of freedom that a lot of people don't have, especially in an urban environment. If you're stuck in a in a in an apartment the size of, I don't know, something in Japan or, or Southeast Asia, you're kind of stuck in a tiny little space. And if you can feel something bigger and better, that's that's has, has a lot to say for it. Well, how about this uh, tonight? Well, I'm not sure when this airs, but tonight's episode of Impractical Jokers, uh, the second challenge of the episode, is us in VR world. We yeah. filmed a whole challenge world okay. um, which i think is fantastic i you know we uh it's good company good people uh i take my nephews there all the time when they come to town we have great fun right mm -hmm. but uh how about this do you see vr moving into work into your workplace almost like um you know uh uh the episode of black mirror where mm -hmm. uh, everybody's riding bicycles and they, they, they have to that's how they earn money they're powering essentially the city you know and they're, they're riding bikes and and the world's been taken over by reality TV, reality TV competitions. Uh, I wonder if there's a place other than surgery, which would be very valuable in, mm -hmm. uh, where you're actually going to work, putting on your headset and transported into another place in order to do work. Well, there's two there's two ways to think about it. So we got to think about this desktop paradigm, the desktop paradigm of our screens in front of us that we drag windows around, and that's that was based on a Victorian aspect or a Victorian idea of paper. Right? You have yeah. a piece of paper, you slide it around, you pass it off to somebody, and it kind of works in that way. If we're talking about a, a VR experience um, in, in the, a work world, how do we pass paper in a work world? Maybe we all sit next to each other in, like a, in virtual, virtual desks. We're all over the place. And maybe that, maybe that feeling of camaraderie kind of, kind of increase, increases our productivity. That, that could be entirely feasible. I'm writing a book right now uh, where I point out that most startups are going to be distributed from now on. There's no reason to have your dev team sitting next to you in this room in Palo Alto when it costs $5,000 a month to rent that office uh, the size of a, of a shoebox. So creating this kind, of, this kind of environment where we all sit together, like we could sit in the same room and talk, uh, changes the game in terms of work and also changes the game in terms of play. Uh, but I would say even more in work. Well, that's the, isn't that the whole point of what Facebook is secretly trying to do with Oculus? The whole point is that they want social media to become VR, that, you, that you're hanging out with your friends. What is it, Facebook Hangouts or whatever? Yep, yep. You're, or, you're hanging out with your friends in VR, all connected online. You know that I got to tell you that would be pretty cool. Maybe also a little kind of desperate when you're when you you're throwing a housewarming party and everyone's there in VR. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 I want my damn real gifts. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you, you got to end up in meat space at some point in your life. You have to be yeah, a meat space yeah, with yeah. people. But it, it is interesting. I could see that. I could see that reality happening. That would be really cool. You know, I, I, it's interesting seeing my parents, how FaceTime alone has changed my parents. Yep. Well, I mean, that, 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 just the simplicity of it and how visceral and immediate it is. And it just, you know, my parents are, you know, we've talked about this in their mid 70s, late 70s. And for them to, to know technology is, it means just it's, it's great technology. So to, to push it one step further, you can imagine us. Now VR hanging out with friends, lovers, relatives—it'd be wild. I would love that. 
business, I could see it happening too. It's just they just need further advancements in um I think they're only starting now to uh really dive into what it's doing to your brain. There's no and yeah. why- well, there, you know, there's, there, there's no Steamboat Willie for VR just yet. There's no Steamboat yeah. Willie, which was the definitive, definitive motion picture, quote unquote. You got you got Mickey Mouse pop, popping around and all this kind of noise and everything. And I mean, that did a lot to our brains as well. There's a there's a whole school of thought that basically says that if watching TV requires a whole different kind of education than 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 even I don't know people in the 1800s had. So. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, three years ago, maybe four, I pitched an idea. That I, it's still not quite reality yet, but it's it's much closer to being real. John, let's create a company where we um, let's do it with the with the Jokers. Let's um, let's set up a rig in our shows in the middle of the uh, audience, mm-hmm. right? The 360 uh, VR rig, a uh, camera rig, and uh, well, here's here's what we, we three four years ago when I pitched this, there was no you couldn't stitch it together. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the, it was, you need software, you need people, it took hours, whatever. Uh, I want to be, here's what I want. I want to be able to live stream VR, VR experience from our shows and sell virtual tickets to our shows. So you want to see us perform at Madison Square Garden? Yep, yep. No need to fly to New York. We will, let's say, let's say we send, we, you buy a $500 package and that gives you tickets to three practical uh, shows and we ship you a headset. Mm-hmm. You know, but you need a standalone VR headset. It, it, it's impossible to do at the moment, right? But maybe soon. Well, you can't have the whole computer. You can't have the you, people don't want that. People want to get sent a box. They open the box. There's a headset. You plug it. You turn it onto your Wi-Fi. You connect to your Wi-Fi, and and you can watch us perform live. You have three shows in the next two years to, to to buy VR tickets for, and you experience us in Madison Square Garden. As we're doing it, or later when you come home, or whenever you want, at your mm-hmm. convenience, you experience the excitement, the energy, the, the crowd that you cannot get anywhere else. What do you think? Last, the, 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 the final point on that, and this is this is a this is a, uh, a uh, what you call it, meditation on that whole idea. Do you get? And maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe uh, maybe I'm uh, maybe I'm being techno, not dystopian on this. Do you get the same visceral feeling of going to one of your shows, hanging out in line, having to go stand in the stinky bathroom line? The Coney Island one was fine. It was beautiful. Um, getting a hot dog, sitting and watching you guys do your deal. Uh, do you get that same thing out of VR? I don't know yet, but I guess, I guess you get the same thing when you watch uh, comedians on stage on like a Netflix special or whatever when they have like five or six cameras. They got a boom. They got all kinds of good stuff where you can really feel immersed in the experience. I think that what's the value? You, I add? think I think you feel it better than when watching a football game on TV because you look left, you look right, and you see fans around yeah. you watching yeah, the yeah, event, yeah. You hear that laughter. Also, you hear I think it's partly, you. I think it's partly a content problem. You, if we're on stage and we are directly addressing our VR audience for parts of it, you feel included in the experience far more than passively sitting back watching TV. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think that I think there's solutions on both ends, and you know what? I'll send you a goddamn gross hot dog. <laughs> yeah, I want a hot dog as soon as the as soon as the thing starts. Every box. Can you turn this on? My, my TV just. John, what's going on? Man, my TV turns on by itself. This is not. This is not the promise of technology. Well, you just sat on your remote control. That's not that. That's not technology's uh, fault. That's your uh, that's it, your buttocks. It could be, it could be my, right. All right. <laughs> 
Murth, thank you for joining us on this show. This is a uh, this is good fun. This is a uh, this is yeah. I, I love it. You're one of my favorite people in the whole world. And uh, and thank you for uh, for uh, for reading my book too, Awakened. <laughs> uh, you have to let me know what you think of it. Yep. Okay. I uh, sent John one of the uh, the advanced reader copies, mm-hmm. and uh, he 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 reads it at night uh, alone in bed with a. Well, Mila Mila stole it from me. Is it my daughter stole it from me? Is, she, is, is it is it okay for her to read? I, How I read, old is she? Uh, she's uh, she's eight. Well, it depends. Do you want to be a good or bad parent? It's is really there, up to you. Is there any death and stuff in there? I mean, there's death in life, John. Deal yeah, I guess it. you're right. So let's just teach her. Let's teach her about horror. She's got to learn somehow, and it might as well be taught to her by Murph from Impractical Jokers. Perfect. <laughs> Murph from Impractical Jokers, thank you for joining us. This has been Technotopia. I'm John Biggs. Thanks for listening slash watching. Technotopia is brought to you by Happy Fun Corp. Happy Fun Corp is a design-driven technology company in Brooklyn, New York that specializes in building mobile and web applications for startups and Fortune 500 companies. Whether it's a new mobile or web application that will help people experience the Internet in a fun new way or software that will interface with a new piece of top-secret hardware, Happy Fun Corp is always up to the challenge. Big or small, Happy Fun Corp loves building software and loves working with great people. Come build with them. HappyFunCorp.com Technotopia is presented by your host, John Biggs. It was produced by Rick Barr of Bar 26 Entertainment at ricksvoice.com. It appears every Friday at noon, and we're always looking to talk to interesting people. Tweet at John Biggs if you'd like to join us on the show.